Hi, y'all. Welcome to our bi-weekly mini-episode of Women of Influence. In a few minutes, you'll be hearing from Angie Lloyd, Executive Director of the Ohio Access to Justice Foundation. Lloyd shared the truly amazing story of how she decided to become a lawyer and involves a student newspaper, Kenyan armed military personnel, and the Peace Corps, so you definitely want to keep listening. But first, I wanted to share a few fast facts about a notable woman of the world I thought you all would enjoy learning about. Our subject is topical this week because, as you may possibly know, if you are a parent, know any children, appreciate the work of Adina Menzel, or just like joy in your life, Frozen 2 comes out this weekend. Like its predecessor, the sequel was written and directed by Jennifer Lee. Chris Buck co-directed both films with her. Fun fact number one. Lee was the first female director of a Disney animated movie. We all know that female directors get short shrift in Hollywood, but I will admit I was surprised to learn that it took until 2013 for a woman to sit in that chair. Fun fact number two. Lee is now far more than just the writer-director behind the movie that made parents across America really hate the phrase, the cold never bothered me anyway. In 2018, she was named the new chief creative officer of Walt Disney Animation Studios following the departure of John Lasseter. Again, she was the first woman to hold such a position. And that big promotion has meant she's been a bit busy while shepherding the sequel. In a recent interview with IndieWire, she said she handled the heavy workload by embracing teamwork and collaboration. Fun fact number three. Lee's daughter is the voice of preteen Anna in Frozen during Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Here's why I confess that my favorite song from Frozen is actually probably that one or For the First Time in Forever, although I, not having children to watch it way too many times, am still happy to belt along to let it go when the mood strikes. Now, on to Angie Lloyd. When you were growing up, did you always want to be a lawyer? No, not at all. I actually came to law in a pretty unusual way, I think. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help people. Uh, And so I actually went into the Peace Corps. And when I was in the Peace Corps, I was an English teacher, having limited skills. I was an English teacher. And Where I, were you at? In Kenya. Okay. Uh, my students came and wanted to publish a school newspaper, mm-hmm. which in Kenya meant them writing about six articles, me biking to a Catholic school about 10 miles away, using a mimeograph machine, which most people don't even know what that is, <laughs> making, we made, I think, about 40 copies, coming, biking back to my little village and distributing it. And two weeks daily, l- obviously. No, <laughs> no, no, right. And um, about two weeks after those little forty copies got distributed, armed military people oh. showed up because, unbeknownst to me, one of my students had plagiarized an article from a banned publication. Oh, oh my goodness! And so all of the teachers at the school were held for twenty-four hours. Oh. And we were, it was discussed how you were not allowed to say things that were critical of the government. Oh my goodness. And I thought, wow, I need a lawyer. (laughs) And um, committed that I wanted to become a lawyer Uh because I wanted to learn how to protect free speech and rights and people's ability to be who they are and do what makes them most fulfilled Mm -hmm. and most successful. Mm -hmm. And so after peace, so from my little house. <laughs> I wrote off for law school applications. I was going to say, you got a great personal statement right there. I had the a great personal statement. I also <laughs> am one of the few people I set the LSAT with one other person and watched baboons walk by as oh I was doing goodness. the test. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but so I came back and went to law school and uh-huh. thought originally that I wanted to practice internationally because of that experience uh-huh. in Kenya and was lucky enough to get a fellowship that took me to Hong Kong to work with refugees. And one of my mentors who was there 
uh, gave me amazing advice and said, you can do more good in your own country Mm -hmm. because you know the culture, you know the people, you know where it's needed. And so I've been, I've tried to be committed to doing that since I came back. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And I saw you worked with Covenant House. I worked with Covenant House. So Mm -hmm. yeah, kids are, I, um, I really think that everyone has an important story to tell and an important life to live. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of folks and kids are classically fall into this category who don't have a voice or an opportunity to sort of maximize their potential because frankly, kids have fewer rights. Mm -hmm. And so it was my goal to work with sort of the most in need of a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And so I represented kids at Covenant House. And is that still the type of work you like to do when you do pro bono work? So currently my pro bono work falls mostly in immigration because um, immigration is right now a place where people have so little voice and Mm -hmm. there's so much need and so many, if not all of the people who are coming are coming because they are afraid of violence and harm Mm -hmm. and they want to be safe and take care of their children. I just represented a family, which was one of the families that was separated at the border and all they want to do is be safe and have their kids be safe. And Mm -hmm. happily they are now. Mm -hmm. They are legal and present and safe. (laughs) So yeah, so it's great. Great. Well, and before kind of between you were practicing and then you were a law professor for a while, right? Yes. Although as a law professor, I was a clinical professor, which meant that I ran clinics where students were learning how to practice and taking cases. Okay, great. Um, So yeah, so it was wonderful. Uh Um, And it's been super fun to see those students now as professionals out in the community Uh who are now partners with me in growing this work in the larger area. I have Mm -hmm. students who are now legal aid lawyers. I have students who are in firms, well, who are now lawyers in firms, who are wonderful donators, who are wonderful pro bono partners. Mm -hmm. And so that's been a really unexpected and wonderful thing that I have seen. 